It's a trap, you walked right into the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, used to be ruled by force And no matter who it is, they'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an you From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the same in the world through lies Have they disguised and pass off as bravery? Well, I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquering divide It's all for show, all for hyper-control It's a fucking, our podcast is like our dicks but harder to swallow, boy and we're back with another episode of Bones and Tuzz, where he was here tonight to give you everything you want to hear and more. Did I just say that we have small penises? I'm comfortable with my body. <laughs> Me too. There's no body shaming here at the Bones and Tuzz podcast. No, absolutely not. I am what God made me, you know? Capital G. It's like being mad about like you know not being tall enough or something like that. Yeah, you know? I mean, you can body shame a dude for his dick size or his height, but start talking about... Somebody's titties or their weight or any female feature. It's over. Oh uh, yeah. That's that's well that's a double standard right there, you know. Oh, but you know, I think it gives with double standards it gives and gets. You know what I mean? Like the problem is is that <laughs> I don't want this is a hot topic. <laughs> that's how we do. Um we had, we but, skipped a week. We gotta make up for the lost heat. This is the way I look at it, is that <laughs> like, yes, there are double standards, right? Yeah. But as long as there's like a balance with them. Right, because there is give and get with it, right? For sure, it's okay. But you know, when it comes to certain aspects, like pushing forward for for equality and stuff like that, quote unquote, it's like they want to have their cake and eat it too. You know, they want they want to be both at the same time. They're not on regular equality. They're on that uh, George Orwell Animal Farm shit. <clears throat> Some animals are more like, equal than others. Let me let me put one out there, and mind you, I'll say this now: I would never. Here's the thing. Uh, strike a woman in anger, right? Yeah. Because I was told as a young lad, you never hit a woman, right? But like, <laughs> it's one of those things where like, you want, if you want to be on our level, you know, yeah, I get if it. you let your mouth write checks that your ass can't cash. Especially if they're being bratty. Th- well, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to kink shame you or anything like that. No, not me. I'm just making a comment, you know? No. But the thing is, is that I don't. I don't know where I was going with that one. That that's a that's such a tricky tricky subject. And Did I can see a sticky wicket. It's like almost I could see the phantoms of Battlebun and Tobin staring at me right now, like burning fucking two pinprick eye holes in my fucking head. Right. But it's just the way I feel. I can't help it. But yeah, it, it, it it's a it's a tricky subject. Stickiest of wickets. Yeah, I don't. I just brought it up, you know, on a whim. I was listening to Crossing the Boundaries by Immortal Technique on the way over here, and that's what he said. Mm-hmm. So that's how we started the episode. I mean, don't... It, it's it's one of those things, too, where, like, they... I, I get, you know, women have unique struggles, right? Yeah. But I think sometimes they forget, like... And it's hard to see the forest for the trees, right? That men have strugg- have their own unique struggles, right? And you could see it in... Nope. You, could, you could brand it with statistics, right? Uh, like, how our suicide rate is much higher... You know, yeah, or uh, our mental, our mental health. Uh, you could go on and on and on down the laundry list of problems we you're, got going on. You ever watch any Bill Burr? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did an interview and he was like, uh, they were kind of cr- criticizing about it, one of his jokes, where it was like uh, him saying that like two men suffer because they can't be like, oh, you look good today, you know, because somebody would call him a faggot. <clears throat> and they were like, well, that's not what, you wasn't talking shit about gay people. And they were trying to like dissect it. He's like, how about this? I said this. This is what it means. And that's it. I'm not saying I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, this is the reason why men die at the age of 50, because they can't say a puppy's cute. They just push it down. Push it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Like, you imagine we, I mean, and it's true to an extent. Like, you, we, we spend our entire lives being told, like, from a very young age, cram it. Cram that shit down. Right. You don't fucking, there, you, there is one acceptable like truly acceptable emotion that's expected of men. Anger. Anger. Yeah. That is the only one. And even then you're shamed in your anger, you know? Sometimes. Like I would say I would say happiness might be like but to an extent, like you know, you know, uh uh you know, I feel like he, you know, if a dude goes dancing in the rain. <laughs> Sean. Like <laughs> 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 you know, uh, Doctor Doug Hurdy has been known to dance in the flowers. Uh, yeah, dance in the rain, tiptoe through the tulips, if you will. <laughs> yes, <laughs> fantastic. But uh, we're here with you tonight. That God, that we didn't even like get the train going. We just <laughs> it's still in the station. We we I hopped pretty, the tracks in the station. <laughs> I pretty much had the idea to cut the brake lines before we even started the train. <laughs> before I even got here tonight. Oh my God! You know, we skipped a week. Yeah. Right. It was a mixture of weather and other things. Yeah, weather and multiple things just creating a perfect storm of trying to figure out when we were going to be able to do the show. We're like, it, it got to the point where we're just like, well, we've got, we're over mm-hmm. on the other. We kept saying like, ah, we're, we're past the next hill. We we'll might do it as, tomorrow. Yeah, we might as well just like, uh, yeah, we it's a mulligan, you yeah. know. But you got to forgive us. I mean, considering what we've been doing the show for. We just we just surpassed our two hundred and second episode. So it had to be God damn, it had to be close to four years. Yeah, four years. Four uh, we've had our YouTube channel for six years. Oh, well then fuck, it's been longer. I know. We're still over here waiting for that that paper that, that paycheck to hit too from the podcast. That hasn't happened yet, but I'm willing to eat shit until so, it happens. I mean, think about it like this. I mean, you do the math. We've skipped very little <coughs> like week to week. Yeah. We've been, in it. So, We've been I mean, in it to win it for a minute. And a lot of people, they'll take a hiatus. Yeah. You know, I think our first year, we took a break from like the end of July to September. We took like a month off. I only really remember taking breaks. Like if one of us went on vacation, we might throw in a single episode or a guest episode or like if whenever my kids were born. I just remember, I feel like that first year we took a break because I even remember making a video about it like, hey... This is uh, season one is over. We'll see you guys on the other side in a month. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's not bad, though. So, like, Maybe the longest could... we've gone is a month without doing an episode, I'd say. <sighs> Fairly good track record, if you will. Yeah, pretty pretty reliable. Yeah. You know. More reliable than the goddamn weatherman, I'll tell you that. <laughs> more reliable than the government. Go- government. More, more, I got one for you. More reliable than the power grid. Oh, look at you, man! So, and that's what we kind of wanted to talk about a bit tonight too. Was basically what happened last week, where had a huge dick-shaped storm that peepee swept straight across the. It came all over the United States. <laughs> hey, nice cock, yeah. Hey, Braden, nice cock. So 
it, it blew all the way across the U.S. and we we got it, yeah. right? But we're Ohio, you know. Right. We're I'm not saying we're made of hardy stock, right? Mm. Well, I mean, but, we're made of hardier stock than Texas. They got like three inches and people died. You know what I, I mean? I feel like it's one of those things though where I'm not talking shit, Texas. I love no, you. no, no, no. I, I here's what it is: it's all it's, TikTok jokes at this point. Like I'm sure there's shit in Texas that this would would fucking eat me alive. You know, I think we just adapt to our surroundings. You oh, know? Two things come from Texas. Yeah, <laughs> electrical problems. <laughs> people's hats. I don't see no people with hats. <laughs> now, so yeah, and here we are. I feel like we just accepted our fate for the most part. That four months out of the year, we're just. We're eating shit. We're yeah, we're miserable cunts for four for four months. Like it's just like every time you have to step outside, it's the worst it's the worst time of your life. Yeah. Like, even the, <laughs> even the good the good good months are kind of shitty for real. Like there is nothing to me more displeasing than like waking up in the morning, you know, of course like the alarm woke me up. It wasn't by nature woke nah. me up, you know. I get dressed. Human intervention. You know, I have plentiful heat in the house but you know it, it gets like you come downstairs it's kind of colder downstairs than it is upstairs right you know i put my clothes on and then i walk out that door yeah and it's like <laughs> your whole body stiffens and you're just like oh and then you get in the car and the One car's year older the car's cold and for the first like 15 minutes of your drive you're just fucking cold sitting in your goddamn car tired it's miserable, but apparently we've just accepted being miserable all the time. You in Texas, you're not used to that kind of shit. They, they talk about, I wouldn't say Texas was in there, but like people from Florida, Joe Rogan was like, you know why there's so many fucking crazy people from Florida and California? Because they don't have to go through winter. They're yeah. just constantly living their best life. Well, and that, that's another thing I noticed, like, not before we get to like the serious implications of all this weather, is like, I saw a, a copious amount of pictures of... The interior of people's cars just like fucking covered with fucking frozen pop. The interiors, huh? Because well, apparently they don't know that when it gets to a certain temperature, right? Cans of carbonated beverage will explode, and they'd leave like a can in their car, and it would just like fucking, <laughs> it would just be like fucking. It shot its it shot its load all over the fucking dash. You know, there were so many days where it got down to like eighteen, and I was like, man. Like us up here, we already know. I mean, I was riding the wave. Like I got, I got like six seltzers in the car. I'm you don't come out to a fucking slushy mess. It never happened though. Yeah, you don't put carbonated beverages in your goddamn car in the wintertime. You're asking for it. You know, even in like my garage last year, I'm surprised it hasn't happened this year because we keep like you know like beverages, you know what have you in the f- garage. Yeah, I had an entire pack. Of Diet Coke fucking explode on my goddamn workbench last year. Jesus. All over the fucking place. You don't want those problems. You know, it looked, like it was just, it was wild. Speaking of Coke, can, can I ask you a question? Yeah. How do I be less white? Oh, well. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, man, I've said this, I don't even know how many times, but... When does it fucking stop? Nah, nah, you see, I feel like it's finally, I, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad. You know why? Because now, at least they're being honest. Like, before it was uh, diversity and inclusion training yeah, and things was, like that. It was unsaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, they have just, like, they've totally, like, dropped the pretense. Stop said, being white. This is what it is. We don't want you to be white we anymore. We hate white people. Yeah. 
Not Bones and Tubs, but Coca-Cola. Well, most everyone. I mean, it, it, but that's that's what it is. Like they at least they dropped the pretense that it was about it really was about diversity and inclusion and all that stuff, and it's really just about let's let's hate white people. Brother Elmo is always ahead of the times, right? Mm-hmm. And he has that T-shirt game on point. I was watching him today walk out of uh, post shower cleanliness. Yeah, and uh, have my kids over there playing around, what have you. And he was wearing a shirt that said, it's okay to be white. You remember a few years ago when people were putting signs up that up? Yeah. And it fucking, it was blowing fucking SJW heads right off. Like, it's not okay. That's crazy to me, like, that that's a statement that would make somebody mad. Yeah. It's like, and you know what? I'm pretty sure they started in Canada because it makes sense. It's the most polite way, basically, to say, Please stop hating, like, don't, stop blaming all your problems on Whitey. Yeah. Okay. I wish I could remember what episode I would put the clip out of it and put it in here, but uh, we read part of that. Uh, it was a, fuck, I forget who wrote it. Fahrenheit 451. Is that Ray, Ray Bradbury? Bradbury yeah. yeah. He had a short story at the end, The Rock Cried Out. Mm-hmm. At the very end of that story, the Mexican mob is about to lynch a white couple just for their skin color. And he stands up in the last act of his Caucasianality. And he's like, once we're all gone and exterminated, who will you have to blame your problems on? True story. <laughs> this one's true. I Ray. mean, it, but it's one of those things where, like, <sighs> how to be less white. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of his last year. And I believe they ended up taking it down because um, the. National Institute of African American Studies or something like that. The the Smithsonian, the African American Smithsonian in DC yeah. put out this pamphlet about what it meant to be white. <laughs> and it was like it was like make like marking virtues about like being, you know, uh outgoing and and uh thinking outside the box and things like that and being industrious, being like <laughs> being a hard worker and stuff like that were were bad things. Like they put it in the view that it was a bad thing. Clearly, yeah. To be like that. Yeah. Bad. You know. Well, how long until they say like being white a trait of whiteness is like questioning authority and stuff like that, you know, which I'm pretty sure they're not that far away from that. <laughs> but it, it's such a weird, bizarre world we live in now. I saw another thing the other day where this um uh uh immigrant from Thailand in San Francisco was beat to death by an African American male, right? And then so the 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 reason I'm talk say this is because someone posted a flyer for a like a, a memorial vigil vigil for this uh Thai this uh, Thai immigrant, mm-hmm. and it said basically like you know memorial for such and such, and then it said uh, to help end white uh, white nationalism. Oh, good. And it's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait wait a minute. You know, then the math equations start appearing in my head. I'm like, how does that, like, <laughs> he was like, it, 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 what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't even know anymore. I, this is a, we're, we're right on another issue that we probably shouldn't be touching on because it'll get taken down. But it just, it's just, it's like, when is enough enough for the? They just like they, they won't stop. I'll tell you when it's enough is when we're all dead or in chains. Just my opinion. I'd say they prefer us dead. Yeah, that's just me. Right. 
You don't want to have those problems. Yeah, they keep they keep using that. Like, and I said this. You know, I called this. I called this probably back even before, probably in 2015. I called this. I said they keep throwing that racist word around. It's going to lose all its meaning. Yeah. And guess what? It's happening. They, they, it's already happened. Racist. You can't. Racist doesn't mean anything anymore. Nope. Right. They overused it. Now it's white supremacist. Right. Well, because and then the other thing is people would throw it back at him like. You know, saying things about white people. Well, you're just you're being just as racist. And then they tried to use that whole uh, prejudice versus power thing. And then when they finally couldn't talk themselves out of a fucking paper wet paper bag with that argument because it just kept happening over and over again, they had this. They had to switch the narrative to white supremacy now. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like even now we talked about this before. Yeah, back uh, early last year when like. People were saying that Trump wouldn't condemn white supremacists and, and whatnot. And I said back then, I was like, how, like, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, fuck white nationalists and fucking Nazis and people. Fuck them, right? But <laughs> uh, when you're literally saying, like, milk and things like that are part of, like, white supremacy, where does the line get drawn now? It's an ever-moving you know? line. So how do we, ha- like... It's just it's another term that's just going to lose its meaning. So then you got to think what's going to be the next term after that. After uh, since racist has been out overused, white supremacist uh, supremacy is now the one in vogue, you know. And it's 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 such a it's such a pop word, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's move into it after we finish our. We got to do our regular preamble. We've had about like you said, we had the week off, so we're just catching up on things. One last uh, thing on the race, and then we'll we'll move on. What do you think? Yeah, sounds good. You see that uh, Biden ha- let the N word slip out in an interview. What? Yeah, boy. You know how slippy tongue he is. Yeah. Well, he was trying to say something else. He had one of his dementia senior moments, and he said something like "no, no, 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 no," like it came out that it was it was it was right there, and everybody's like in the comments like he didn't say that. This is what he said, and they're like even if Trump sneezed and it sounded like he said anything, you know I don't want to play left right thing, but they got a point. Like, they've been trying to roast that dude for being a racist his entire presidency. They got pictures of him donating to, like, black colleges and stuff. But, yeah, he definitely slipped that out on on an interview on television. I saw a TikTok. I should have sent it to you, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm to a point now where a lot of times when, you know, when when you're having a debate with somebody about some sort of political stance, uh, I usually end it if... I determined that the amount of mental gymnastics required for me to find my stance is less than yours. Yeah. Agree to disagree. If my if my <laughs> equation is smaller than yours to come to your conclusion or come to my conclusion, we're no longer having this conversation. Because obviously you've set yourself up in this like you've wrapped yourself up in this bubble of moral relativism and solipsism that I'll never I can't bust. Yeah. You know, you you have to have your own co- like not, and I don't mean this in the literal sense, but you have to have your own come to Jesus moment. With oh you, Lord, with have your, mercy! I'm with, about to bust with your morality. Yeah. You know, and and not 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 just your morality, the morality, all the morality. You yeah. gotta, you're gonna have to have that cut, have that have that fucking deep thought on your own, and realize, holy shit, I have to do all of these mental gymnastics to like justify my stance on something. We need to try some more of those. Uh insightful chocolates and then just go to a brainstorming event where we try and figure out a way because you know we talked about it before and it's this way every time there's an election like you always have 
supposedly 50% of the country upset the other 50% because it's a two-party system, a paradigm shift. It's nonsense. Yeah. It's nonsense. It's mind control. No one cares about you. Uh, there has to be a way to leverage with this like mental judo, a way every time this happens to throw more people into the boat, the lifeboat, right? Yeah. I just, I don't know how anymore. The, the, the odd, for lack of a better word, the social autism gets stronger every every four years. It, it, well, here's here's what it is, uh, <laughs> and that's where I've come to my conclusion is is I'm done. I don't argue with people anymore. Well, you can't argue. I mean, you saw that the other day. Yeah, somebody tried to like. I get it. Tried to bait me in, and I was like, I'm not having this discussion with. I you. Make them feel awkward by looking down and waiting for them to stop talking. Yeah, and then not responding, moving on. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I get like, especially with that person. They're always like that. Yeah. And I got into the, I got Listen, I, we get it. You bought into the exoteric version of Christianity and now you want everyone else to think like you because you're uncomfortable and you don't want anyone challenging your views. I understand. Like I don't I was there. I don't normally side with with uh baby rapers, but um even the Catholic Church has gone on to say that a lot of the things that are in the Bible are more about they're they're symbolic and not literal, right? Mhm. Like and I think a lot of churches like think like that. They don't think literally. You yeah, know, like I was Methuselah watching, didn't live uh, to be like eight hundred something for Christ's uh, sake. Like I was watching that conversation and I wanted to say something along the lines of like it's symbolic, it's a metaphor, but then it would have just gone I just gave up. I, that he would have said, How did how would you how, how do you know that? Yeah, how do you know that? And uh, and that's where like that's where you reach the impasse because it's like read a book. So, I only read the King James Bible. That's all I ever read. That's all and, I and ever read. And that's where it would end up going, it's just insulting him because you basically be like, Okay, so if if my theory isn't closer to probably what, what they actually meant and uh uh and supposedly you think your the- that what you believe in is true. Right. Right. Then we have no conversation here. I had a four-hour. I had two four-hour car rides with that dude on one day, mm-hmm. one way, like what, four hours one way, four there, four back, <clears throat> and for about half of the way up, I would say about two, two and a half hours, he was trying to berate me on whatever he assumed my life choices were. He didn't know. A lot of times he was wrong, mm-hmm. but uh. I would just keep handballing him back, playing the game. Because, mm-hmm. like, fuck, it's a long-ass car ride. And uh, <clears throat> I started getting him into the conversation of morality with law enforcement, mm-hmm. drugs and all that. I was like, well, it doesn't really affect you if somebody, if your neighbor wants to smoke weed in his house. Yeah. You know, he works, he takes care of his kids, he pays his bills. It doesn't really fucking matter what he does as long as he doesn't harm you or someone else. Yeah. Right? So the cops have the right to kick his door, and he wanted to, like, back the law enforcement and talk shit about the drug use. <clears throat> and we went around, we went round robin, back and forth, about various moral quandaries mm-hmm. uh, described in the King James Version. And I was like, hey, I got one for you. How about gluttony? Because, <laughs> you know, he's overweight. Yeah. And he's like, well, what about it? I was like, well, I mean, <laughs> he's like, well, it's just, it's a hard problem. It's like, yeah, it's something you should probably pray about, right? I started going in on him about that, and then he wanted to change the subject. Yeah. Then we started making TikTok videos together. Ah, copy. So you just got to find something in there. It's the only way. It's to wedge it. You see, you, you like, you like to, to, I say you like to make friends. You like to, 
you like to be <laughs> you like to engage people like in a you like to you like to be civil with like I'm pat I'm way past that like I don't I have it, to, I have nobody to impress you know I'm not trying to impress anybody I just like to have a common ground like like when it comes to like shit like that I probably would just ended up having a however long we got to that impasse uh, com- <sighs> it probably just would have been dead silence the whole fucking time. That's awkward. That's more. I would spend more energy doing that than I would trying to fuck his head up. For real. Anyway, that was a really long uh, introduction, and we're not even done yet. Yeah. I was talking the other day to JNY5, JNY5 Internet Studios on Instagram, JNY5.com. He does all of our art. Check him out. I need to give him a call back. Yeah. Because I was pretty much incognito for the last week at... Like I said earlier, before we started the show, I got a few messages from the three amigos. Yeah. Shout out Mr. Castle. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll get to those at the end. I definitely feel like I took a life hiatus the last two weeks. It's been kind of psychologically rough, I guess. Yeah. It's been a rough a rough time, but we're back in the saddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out JMY5 Internet Studios on Instagram. Check out his website. Tell him we sent you. Like his post. Buy his stuff. Uh, <clears throat> also check out Blood of the Brave Blood of the Brave at Pancamp Blood of the Brave aka Kyle Reese on Twitter Blood of the Brave on Facebook Blood of the Brave on YouTube he does our music it's fantastic you know yeah yeah definitely also Tubbs here has a a book he wrote a book called The King's Fire Prophecy and Flame by S. James Imhoff it's available on Amazon you can buy a physical copy send it to us and we will sign it do stuff to it my tea bag it for send you. It back to you, yeah. Or you can get a digital copy. But if you buy a physical copy, you get a digital copy also. Bing, bang, boom. We are, as of currently, offline of Podbean because we ain't pay our bills. <laughs> <laughs> so once we get that money together on payday, we will have that back up. So this might hit YouTube first, but I doubt it. It'll probably be up on Friday after I pay the bill. Yeah. Uh, but let's check us out on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Bunch of Tubs show. I was just on Marfugal again. Fantastic time. Yeah. I always get nervous. I, I bet you can tell a difference in my voice, not only because I try to be polite on there but uh, and not cuss, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> I don't want to disrespect his rules or his audience. Uh, and I hope that all of you that come here enjoy the shows. I've seen a lot of positive comments. we got a few emails. It's been great. Thank you for coming over. We yeah. love the Fugal fam. We love being a part of the Fugal fam. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely. We definitely shot up like 300 followers. Nice. So, uh, last thing I will say in the intro, same thing I'll probably say in the outro, is uh, share the show. Yeah. If you can't financially contribute, we don't want you to. We would much rather you like, comment, and share our stuff. Bump us up in the algorithm. Help us destroy the machine. Yeah. We're like Marfugel's black sheep of a cousin, you know? Like, we love him. We're in the family. He's a lot better than us. We do what we can. Yeah. We're trying to be better. We're trying our best. Yeah. We already <laughs> talked about doing some green screen work. We already got a camera. We're, we're just just waiting, you know? Yeah. For whatever. But. Maybe a sign in the stars. I don't know. Yeah. So we uh, <coughs> wanted to talk today about the, uh, well. What? Kind of a good follow up for real. Our last episode dealing with the solar winds hack. Yeah. Into the. Uh, what with this this storm that just came by, what we were talking about earlier in the show, <laughs> the one that was shaped like uh, a male phallus, has shown us without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, tell me your power grid is outdated without telling me your power grid is outdated. That our power grid is shit. Yeah, 
Well, my heart goes out to all those people in Texas. I mean, there's people dying. You know, and of course, there's there's political. Did you see the map on that article I sent you? I think I saw it. God, I just deleted all these fucking emails, and they're already back again. Some bullshit. Shout out Black Goku. But it is, it is, uh, this storm has shown us the glaring, uh, need for a, a, a total restructuring of like, our power grid. I had no idea that this much of the United States was controlled by investor groups as far as the electrical grid. Yeah, uh, I was reading about that. It, it seems to be that. Back in the 1990s, they just kind of like deregulated a lot of it. Yeah. And that's what it's come to now. What and could you, go you, wrong with deregulation? You, well, you see, and that's the thing. It's like deregulating and then re-regulating well, yeah, to, it's, to, to, to make money for the people they want to make money. I'm not saying, and please don't, my anarchist followers, please don't think that I'm calling for government regulation because that's not what I'm calling for. But it's kind of like cable in our area. You have one company allowed to sell cable. Well, that's by and it, the, it. Here's the problem with that is it's by design. Yeah, right. They like you said, deregulate, unregulate, they, re-regulate. Like you make it to where there can't be competition, there can't be a free market. Yeah, it's like how a couple of years ago, like, fine. This is a prime example of what the kind of shit we're dealing with, and and that's the thing. And this goes back to like I, at the end of the day, I'm always going to be a capitalist, right? But this is a prime example of crony capitalism at its best. Right. Or should I say it? It's worst. So let's take case in point. A few years ago in Ohio, they tried to uh, pass to have uh, marijuana recreational in the state. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, slow down. Let's let our dudes get in here and license this shit. Yeah, that's pretty much what they did. They said, okay, here's how here's what it's going to do. We're going to make it recreational for everybody. But But we're only going to give licenses to these 10 companies like they specifically or it wasn't even that. It was like it was like five companies. Yeah, they controlled all of it. They're all like, of their dudes. We're got gonna their let cut. these five companies run the whole shebang. Yeah, which is not a free market. We are not going to allow any other company to buy a license to sell marijuana or grow it for that matter. It's just going to be in the hands of these five. I, I can't remember how many it was. I'm pretty sure it was like five. Less companies. than ten. And that enough, law enough people to sit at a fucking tabletop meeting and both agree on the price so that they didn't have to fucking compete. Yeah. Uh, and, and that law didn't get passed. Thank God. Yeah, uh, Ooh, we didn't get one that was much better, though. Well, as of as it stands, but I, I have hope for the future. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, because I mean, the reason it didn't pass, there was two reasons it didn't pass. One reason was is that anybody that worth their salt that can look past the allure of recreational marijuana and see that it was it was straight up they were trying to uh, install a monopoly. Yeah, uh, there were those who voted no for it. Which was, I'm in that camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other ones that said no were the ones who were just like, you know, marijuana's the devil, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, since they made it medically legal, though, they have had a massive spike in assaults, uh, thefts, murders, car accidents. I made that up. Yeah, as I, I say, made I all those like, things up. Yeah, it sounded like, it sounded made up. The part of you believe me, though, you're like, oh, man, I hope he doesn't have sources. I no, I kind of fit. I was like, this sounds <laughs> fake. Because <laughs> like we bullshit. I mean, we talked before where it, in other parts of the world where they've deregulated or, or just decriminalized drugs, uh, all those things you just said actually went down instead of up, um, and up to and including uh, addiction. Yeah. 
Do you want me to read this article, or do you want to like piggyback back and forth with it, or hey. how do you want to do this? What's, a, a, what's it on? I have a. I'll, I'll I'll just pass you my phone. Okay. Oh. I have a few articles we need to read. Uh, okay. Just this one for the electrical grid, and then um, one or two to update from our last show. Oh, okay. You want to just trade off on the uh, that, subjects? That's fine. <clears throat> so we got this story the other day from Zero Hedge. It's titled, U.S. Electricity Markets 101. All you need to know about how electricity prices are set in the United States. And it's by your boy, Tyler Durden. Just like all the other articles. <clears throat> so, the United States, in the United States, how electricity is bought and sold varies by region of the country. While many cities, including Austin, Texas, uh, Los Angeles, California, and Nashville, Tennessee, are served by municipally owned utilities, and some rural areas are served by customer-owned rural cooperatives. The majority of electricity customers in the use and service are served by the utilities that are owned by investors. These investor-owned electric utilities can either be regulated and operate as a vertically integrated monopoly with oversight from the state public utility commissions, or they can operate in deregulated markets where electric ener electrical energy prices are set by the market with some federal oversight of the wholesale market operations. These regulatory constructs determine how retail and wholesale electricity uh, prices are set, and how power plants are procured. <clears throat> this explainer discusses the different types of ele U.S. electricity markets, how they are regulated, and implications for the future, given ongoing changes in the electricity sector. For definitions of bolded terms and other concepts related to the electricity grid, check out this article, Electricity 101. Prior to the 1990s, most investor-owned electrical utilities were regulated and vertically integrated, which means... They own electricity generators and power lines, distribution and transmission lines. Today, while many states have abandoned this system in favor of deregulation, utilities that serve about one-third of the U.S. electricity demands still operate under this construct. Utilities in these traditionally regulated regions operate as a monopoly in their territories, which means that a customer only have the option to buy power from them. In order to keep electricity rates reasonable for customers, state regulators oversee how these electrical utilities set electricity prices. Retail electricity prices in these areas are set based on recovering the utility's operating and investment costs, including a fair rate of return on those investments, collectively called a revenue requirement. This revenue requirement must be approved by the state's Public Utilities Commission, which prevents utilities from overcharging customers for electricity. Regulated utilities must also seek state approval for investments in power plants. Vertically integrated utilities decide which generators to build and then recover the cost of these investments through electricity rates. Because a utility's investment determines its revenue requirements and thus its potential profit, many state regulators require utilities to, de to demonstrate the necessity of future investments through an integrated resource planning IRP process. The process is used for long-term planning and requires each utility to demonstrate how it plans to meet customer electricity demand going forward and to justify any future investments. Notably under this, this structure, customers beat the risk of investments because utilities can recover their costs through rates, regardless of how the power plant performs. For example, South Carolina electricity customers paid for nuclear plants that were never constructed. <laughs> Even though vertically integrated utilities generate their own electricity, many trade with other utilities during times of need. For example, during certain times of the year, it may be cheaper for some utilities to purchase excess hydroelectric power 
from others rather than generate power using their own facilities. This type of wholesale bilateral trading is especially common in the West and Southwest. Common in the West and Southeast, where most utilities are still regulated. These wholesale market transactions are sub- subject to regulation by the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, FERC. One thing I thought was interesting before I saw this TikTok video I'm about to play here in a little bit. You know, there's been a growing amount of people that are getting these like federal or state grants to basically get free solar energy on their house. Yeah. Or even if you just went out and bought it, it's to a point now where it's so cheap that you can plug back into the grid and you sell your excess energy back. Mm-hmm. Right. So you basically have free power. Or very, 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 very cheap power. Yeah. But as this TikTok video will explain, um, it's we have such an archaic system, right? These power lines are constantly running at full steam all the time. So any type of overstrain, like you see it in the summertime. And every, we get like, let's say uh, a couple years ago when it got over 100 degrees in Ohio. 100 and something with the... Oh. Heat index. Yeah, the heat index. Or no wind or any any of those other factors. Everybody and their fucking brother turned on their power, right? Yeah. And we were having brownouts. Like, yeah. you're pushing it to its limits. <clears throat> so even with this whole green energy thing, like you're still using the same archaic 1950s grid that's overtaxed at any given time. The article goes on, Beginning in the 1990s, many states in the United States decided to deregulate, also known as restructure, their electricity systems to create competition at lower costs. This transition required electric utilities to sell their generating assets and led to the creation of independent energy of independent energy suppliers that own generators. Because power lines are a natural natural monopoly, electric utilities held onto these assets to become transmission and distribution utilities, and those natural monopoly functions continue to be regulated. The biggest Impacts resulting from deregulation were changes to retail and wholesale electricity sales with the creation of retail customer choice and wholesale markets. <sighs> retail deregulation, customer choice. In deregulated areas, electricity customers have the option of selecting an electric supplier known as customer choice rather than being required to purchase electricity from their local electric utility which introduces competition for retail electricity prices. Since many electric suppliers can exist within a region with customer choice, electric electric retailers offer competitive prices on kilowatts per hour in order to acquire customers. Contracts with generation suppliers typically offer the customer a fixed charge dollars per kilowatt hour of power over a certain amount of time. For customers, uh, there are pros and cons of selecting a supplier other than their local utility company. Retail competition can help lower the customer's electric bill and also allow them to tailor their energy to their preferences, such as selecting a clean energy supplier. However, independent companies often require customers to sign contracts, which can lock them into a set electricity price for multiple years. While fixed rates will be beneficial for some customers, uh, they could also negatively impact others if the rate they agree to ends up being more expensive than the rate set by the local utility. Also, it is important to note that customer's choice is only applicable for the generation portion of the customer's utility bill because transmission and distribution services are still provided by the local utility company since these services are a natural monopoly as discussed above. Consequently, only a portion of electric rates in these areas are set competitively. For customers who choose not to select an independent power supplier, their local utility is still obligated to provide them with electricity that the utility will purchase from generators. 
Unlike regulated states that plan for investment, deregulated states use markets to determine which power plants are necessary for electricity generation. As utilities and competitive retailers in deregulated regions do not generate their own electricity, they must acquire power elsewhere for their customers. Centralized wholesale markets in which generators sell power and load-serving entities purchase it and sell it to consumers provided an economically efficient method of doing so. To discuss more in this next section. Notably, under this structure, investment risks in power plants falls to the electric suppliers and not to the customers, unlike in regulated markets. Following deregulation, regional transmission organizations, RTOs, replaced utilities as grid operators, became the operators of wholesale markets for electricity. These RTOs have evolved over time. Since many RTOs operate wholesale markets that encompass multiple states, they are regulated by the FERC, uh, with the exception of the East. ERCOT, the Texas RTO. FERC has the oversight of all wholesale power transactions on the two large and interconnected grids, the Eastern and Western Interconnects. While regulated utilities base retail rates on a regulated rate of return on investments, deregulated retail utilities purchase electricity at market-determined wholesale prices and then sell the electricity to customers at market-determined retail prices. I think I said that twice. Given competition from other retailers, RTOs typically run three kinds of markets that determine wholesale prices for these services, energy markets, capacity markets, and ancillary service markets. Energy markets. This is a long-winded article, yeah? Energy markets are auctions that are used to coordinate the production of electricity on a day-to-day basis. In an energy market, electric suppliers offer to sell the electricity that their power plants generate for a particular bid price. I don't know how you avoid this header. This header's fucking me up. While load-serving entities, the demand side bid uh, for that electricity in order to meet their customers' energy demand, supply-side quantities and bids are ordered in ascending order to offer the of offer price. The market, quotes, clears when the amount of electricity offered matches the amount demanded. The generators receive this market price per megawatt hour of power generated. RTOs typically run two energy markets, the day ahead and the real-time markets. The day ahead market, which represents about 95% of energy transactions, is based on forecasted load for the next day and typically occurs the prior morning in order to allow generators to prepare for operation. The remaining energy market transactions take place in, in the real-time market, which is typically run once every hour and once every five minutes to account for real-time load changes and must be balanced at all times with supply. RTOs <coughs> use energy markets to decide which units to dispatch or run and in what order. In the day-ahead market, RTOs compile a list of generators available for the next day dispatch and order from them at least the least expensive to the most expensive to operate. For example, since wind plants operate without fuel, they are able to bid $0 into the energy market and get dispatched first. Dispatching units by lowest cost allows the market to meet energy demand at the lowest possible price. During periods of high demand, wholesale prices rise accordingly because more high-cost units are needed to be dispatched in order to meet the electrical load. Requirements. Base wholesale markets typically reflect the price for power when it's able to flow freely without transmission constraints across the RTO's territory. 
When that is not possible, RTOs account for congestion on transmission lines by allowing prices to differ in different locations. As a result, areas with high demand and scarce electrical resources typically have higher prices than those with abundant generation relative to load. That might be a good time to mention the uh, things we talked about for the daily cost of electricity in Texas. Yeah. What were they talking about? Oh, man, they were talking about... Uh, <coughs> daily use of like $1,000? It was like $9 per kilowatt minute for a while there last week. Fucking crazy. It was amounting in like $4,000 electrical bills in a week. Shit. <laughs> Who you playing? They ain't ever getting that fucking money. Nah, bro. Turn my shit off. <laughs> Uh, capacity markets. Electricity retailers are required by the North American Electric Reliability Corporation, an independent organization that ensures grid reliability to support enough generating capacity to meet forecasted load plus a reserve margin to maintain grid reliability. Some RTOs run a capacity auction to provide retailers with a way to procure their capacity requirements while also enabling generators to recover fixed costs i.e. those costs that do not vary with electricity production that may not be covered in the energy markets alone. The capacity market auction works as follows. Generators set their bid price at an amount equal to the cost of keeping their plant available to operate if needed. Similar to the energy market, these bids are arranged from lowest to highest. Once the bids reach the required quantity that all retailers collectively must acquire, in order to adequately meet unexpected peak demand plus a reserve margin, the market clears or supply meets demand at this point. Generators that cleared the market or were chosen to provide capacity all receive the same clearing price, which is determined by the bid price of the last generator used to meet demand. Payments to generators in the capacity market are essentially a reward for the generator being available to operate and provide electricity if needed. Consequently, if the generators are unavailable to operate during a time when they are called upon, they may face fees under capacity performance requirements. Whew. God damn. Never yeah. stops. Wordy. I hope all of you are following along <laughs> because I'm not. You know, a lot of this is wordy for me, but we're going to break it down the best way we can when we're done. That's what we do here. Ancillary services market. RTOs use the ancillary services market to reward other attributes that are not covered in the energy or capacity markets. Ancillary services typically include functions that help maintain grid frequency and provide short-term backup uh, power if a generating unit stops. Variation across regions. Not all states fall nearly into one of these categories. Participation in RTOs and wholesale markets does not require the retail customer choice or divestment of generation assets. <laughs> That's good. I don't know what that means. And many states have chosen to embrace certain aspects of deregulation while maintaining some parts of regulation. Some regulation... God damn you, you son of a cunt. Some regulated states uh, with vertically integrated utilities still join an RTO for grid services. In West Virginia, for example, utilities are rate regulated and own their own generation, but the same, <clears throat> but the state still participates in wholesale markets with PJM, the Mid-Atlantic RTO. <sighs> Some states have deregulated their wholesale markets, but not their resale markets. California, for example, is partially deregulated and formed in its and has formed its own RTO, the California Independent Systems Operator, or CASO, which oh, I love CASO. Loves me some CASO. Man, CASO. CASO cheese. <laughs> That's uh, cheese cheese. <laughs> 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 cheese cheese. 
which operates the grid and wholesale markets. However, the state does not offer individual customer retail electricity choice. Although communities can opt out of the local utility through community choice aggregation, under which a company hired by the community buys power in wholesale markets for all residents who do not opt out of the arrangement. You just have to adjust your dip. Mm-hmm. The structure of wholesale markets varies across regions as well. For example, ERCOT, the RTO of Texas, does not run a capacity market and instead relies on price signals in the energy market alone to ensure reliability. High prices in the energy market, typically caused by low supply and high demand, provide an economic signal for more generators to enter the market, which can then lower the energy prices and provide a signal that enough generating capacity is available to meet demand. Queso, delicious cheese, similarly (laughs) does not run a capacity market and relies on retailers to ensure resource adequacy to meet NERC reliability requirements. Oh, mother. Fucker, Mother serious. of cunts. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Fucking damn it. <clears throat> okay. Where were we? It was literally the last uh, paragraph before the picture at the bottom. Okay. Sorry. It, it, I totally d- backed nah, out. I get it. Many states have policies in place that promote a long-term transition to cleaner, renewable sources of energy like wind and solar power. As re- renewable generators become a larger portion of the grid's resources, complications may arise with the existing wholesale market structure in deregulated states. Renewable energy sources do not require fuel inputs to run since they use energy from the sun, wind, and other natural resources. Consequently, they are able to offer bids of $0 into the energy and capacity markets. As these sources mark up, make up larger portion of the grid over time, these zero bids can significantly reduce <clears throat> wholesale prices for energy and capacity and could discourage long-term investment for all resources. As a result... Wholesale markets may need to adapt in the future to better accommodate different types of resources. Boom. Yeah. So I only retained about 2% of that. All right. But I thought it was important to read. Now we've got to break it down. It goes back to what we said before we read the article. Uh, You you know, the portion is they've deregulated. It's a form of deregulation and regulating it to let their friends in. Make that money. Let's say, case in point, Another example of this is like they say, okay, we're going to make the whole fleet of federal vehicles electric, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All they're really saying is, hey, we're not going to pay this asshole for our cars anymore. We're going to pay our friend for these cars now. Preach. That's all it really is. It's all about making money. Yeah, that's it. You, they've never given them... They've never given these electric companies incentive to, I don't know, like reinforce our, our power grid, you know, uh, uh, update it maybe. Just let's keep running. Let's just run this fucking thing till the wheels fall off. That's what it sounds like to me. Definitely sounds correct. They that Like at the very least, like how about this? How about instead of deregulation slash regulation, how about we give incentive to reinforce the power grid? You know what I mean? I don't know. Fucking, I, can, I can think of ways. I don't know. Fucking tax breaks. How about they, we fucking upgrade the archaic system that they're using to transfer the power that came from the 50s and 60s? It's fucking 2021, my guy. But, but you get what I'm saying, though? They've never given them incentive to do that. That's the problem. No, I get it. Yeah. But, but you ha- the, the thing is, in this bullshit system that we have where everybody's jerking everybody else off, all their dudes are getting hand jobs, right? 
They're all getting hand jobs. Everybody's getting a hand job. Yeah. Most of them are probably getting gawk gawk for real. <laughs> but uh you have to make sure that if you're gonna offer them pussy versus the gawk gawk, that they use the pussy to make the, the changes. Yeah. Instead of just taking the the pussy and maintaining the gawk gawk system. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I get exactly. See, I'm glad you put it like that. Now I, I to- I totally get it now. I already know that our, our listeners I'm sorry to the Marfugal fam. A lot of a lot. This has happened. I think I've called in three times, and we got a huge influx of followers, and a lot of them left because like these guys are fucking retarded, and they use words I don't like. I don't want to make anyone leave, but this this is how I talk. You know, when Jesus was walking, and I don't want to ever compare myself to Jesus, but I'm going to. Uh, you heard it here first. He went in. He went into bars. He talked to drunks, tax collectors, government boys, prostitutes, liars thieves you know what i mean mm-hmm. he had to speak their language yeah. i'm not saying that's what you guys are but you get it we're here to appeal to masses like everybody if, that's trying to preach the truth has got their own market we have our market like if you're all dumb enough to believe that you like the it's, listeners it's, aren't it's, dumb enough. it's like the corporate version of of, of the notion the <laughs> the conservative idea of trickle down economics right yeah they believe that if they well, give, gonna give them a lot of money at the yeah, top it'll like, trickle down to yeah, you. yeah this is this is but this is exactly what they did with this they're like listen we're gonna deregulate these 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 uh, generators, right? We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do what they want. Why did my power and, bill go up? And, yeah, and in, <laughs> in doing so, we're going to free up some money for them to, uh, you know, do put some good back into it. Yeah. But it's the same thing with like trickle down economics. Like, yeah. Oh well, we're gonna give taxes and we're gonna give uh, tax breaks to the rich, and then it's gonna trickle down into corporations. It's gonna trickle down to the common folk. Right. No, they just collect more money. Like, yeah. you know what they need to do is make you and I the head. Only two people. We could have staff that did like paperwork and shit, but they make us the, they give us an office, right? Mm-hmm. The Bones and Tubs office of energy deregulation conformity. Mm-hmm. Okay. They make sure that we are the ones that get paid a nominal fee. Let's just call it, I don't know, more more than we make now to live comfortably. Let's just call it 70 grand. Yeah. You know, not a whole lot more, but enough. And we sit and we re-review all the paperwork. We go to meetings. We do Skype interviews for social distancing, all that nonsense. Yeah. And we talk to these people. We're like, hey, these are the tax breaks you're going to get. Now, we need to make sure that you take your, your hand job or your cock payment <laughs> and you maintain that system. Now, you're about to get that, that reverse cowgirl. Yeah. Okay. Now, what we're going to need you to do is take that extra money Instead of putting it in your pocket and enjoying your gawk gawk hand job, and you need to fix the system. Well, see, it, it, and my, until they see us drive around in Bugattis and nothing changes, uh, like I, I feel like uh, when it comes to this, like uh, it's kind of like a burden of proof thing. Like, yeah, give us like if we're gonna if we're gonna give you tax breaks to do what you want, like we need proof yeah. that you're actually like, bring it back. Yeah, can we have some? Can we have some hard evidence that you're not just pocketing the like seriously i mean it's it's the it's the equivalent of like <laughs> giving your kid like fucking 20 bucks yeah. right and saying hey i need you to share that with the siblings yeah um and no doing no like like uh check check back later and make sure that they they distribute the money even yeah, like you give them 20 dollars a week again amongst your children you, you yeah you give the oldest 20 dollars a week and say split that amongst your siblings next thing you know he's buying it. yeah <laughs> all your other kids they're poor as shit the old boys got air force ones on <laughs> exactly you're yeah. like well you must have been sick and you don't even like you don't even this is the government this is how the government does it you don't even you don't even question it you're not even like 
How do you have Air Force Ones? The rest of the kids are still wearing their because the kid that your favorite kid that you're giving the money to, regardless of age, is is your favorite kid, and he's flipping it. He's going and buying cars. He's got twenty grand under his bed, and he gives you forty. You give you give him twenty. He's got forty grand now, and he gives you forty back. And you're like, this is a good arrangement. Yeah, I like this. Like, (laughs) it's just they seriously they they put their blinders on. They're like, we don't see. They're like an amoral Gary V. Let's go ahead and assume. That you're doing what we thought you would do with it. We're not gonna look. We're not. Gonna, but you know, then shit like this in Texas happens, and then they're like, "Fuck!" I bet they blame their younger siblings, and they're like, <laughs> "They're like, fuck these motherfuckers!" Yeah. Like, like, no, you should have been. You should, maybe should have been like, yeah, I don't know, <coughs> keeping an eye on the whole time instead of just. Uh, yeah, but just, the government, the, the parents are never accountable. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. It's a great example. Better than my gawk gawk handjob analogy. Now that we've lost 45% well, of Listen, <laughs> I feel like those two analogies, you put them together. No, don't put them together. <laughs> no, can't do that. Can't involve children with the oh, podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what we're against here at the Buzz and Tuss podcast. We don't enjoy anything to do with ruining a child's innocence. But I, I feel we like... We have a limited vocabulary, though. This... We do our best. This should be the glaring warning... That shot glass or the message? The met like well no. The, you looked at that and shot glass very emphatically. Uh the the whole incident in Texas. Yeah. That should be like that should have been the alarm bell raised. Hey, <clears throat> we need to do something about this. Now maybe I can ask you a historical question and you can apply the same filter to that said historical question and give me some insight. All right. Remember back in I think it was two thousand and three or two thousand and four. There was a massive power outage in the northern part of the United States, and everyone, to include Indian Ben, was running around with shirts. Ah, blame Canada. Mm-hmm. Did that have to do with our power grid, or what was that caused by? Oh, man, I'm trying to remember that now. I remember band class. He came in wearing the blame, the, the blame Canada t-shirt. Yes, that had to do with our power grid. Well, We, we, we had a massive power outage for quite a few days. We were probably right. getting, I think we were getting... Uh, it's the same thing they were talking about, you know, when some generators... Was it the same shit? I probably... I don't remember time of year or any of that shit. I, I just vaguely remember the t-shirt. You know, I kind of feel like the U.S. power grid is on par with how up-to-date, efficient, and uh, uh, technolog- to the technologically advanced the power grid at the Factory of Sadness is. <laughs> we have a backup generator that works most of the time. Yeah. yeah. You go downstairs and you could... Rel- like. Those capacitors are so goddamn old. You could literally feel the, you could like cook an egg on those. There's some. You you feel sick as you're walking through the radiation. Mm-hmm. Let me find this TikTok video real quick. I'm gonna play it because there's too many words. I was gonna write it down and then give him credit, but I figured I'd just let him do it because he's a lot faster talker than I am. So I'm just gonna play the video. Hold on, friend. Calm your tits. If you go to a TikTok and you hit at Jules J U L E S dot S U. That's who this video is from. And I would urge you to follow him, like his videos, share his videos, and in the comments section say, hey, Buns and Tubs podcast sent me. Okay. Okay. He used the sound from Blade Runner 2049. Here we go. 
If you're looking at Texas right now and thinking it seems pretty bad that a state's electrical grid can fail overnight from a snowstorm, I have news for you. It's so much worse than you could ever imagine. Don't be a heartless idiot and blame red state voters. It's red states, blue states, purple states, green states, everywhere is in crisis. In 2017, the American Society of Civil Engineers gave our energy grid a D plus because almost all of it was built in the 1950s and 60s with a 50-year life expectancy and we're 10 to 20 years past that. Across the country, 640,000 miles of high-voltage lines run at full capacity at almost all times, which is way more than the grid was designed to handle, and Texas in particular is one of the worst ratios between planned and real capacity. It's so bad that the U.S. government has said that if just nine of America's 55,000 electrical substations are brought down, it could cause a coast-to-coast blackout just like nine. or more. And testimony from the executive director of Task Force on National and Homeland Security has said a prolonged collapse of the electrical grid could result in the death of up to 90% of the American population. Today, the U.S. has more power outages than any other developed country. And that's because 68% of the electricity in the U.S. is managed by investor-owned privatized utility companies. And updating their systems cuts into their profits so they don't do anything until something fails. And when things do fail and, for example, start massive wildfires in California, guess who pays for it? Mostly taxpayers. There's no good news and that's just the tip of the iceberg because all of America's infrastructure is failing. So I'm going to keep doing videos about it. So anyway, well, for those go. of you who weren't able to understand his, his fast-speaking ass, um, I will I will put that in the YouTube description. Yes. Yeah. For you to click it, follow, and check it out. Yes. Did you have a message that you wanted to play? I have a few. Okay. From Mr. Castle. Play a couple. Of the Tres Amigos. How many did you have? Three. Four. Oh, you have three? 45 seconds, two minutes, and 21 seconds. Oh, okay. So, this is our beginning into the last phase of the episode, the outro. I'm going yeah. to play some user-sent messages to my phone directly. If you would like my text message number... Hit me up in them DMs, bonesandtubsgmail.com, or over there on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Ready? Go. Thanks, Bones and Tubs tribe. Gracious hosts. A question for our waking giants, students of history. Perhaps you might remember. 1983, November 7th. A bomb is detonated inside the Capitol building. Does anybody remember? I bet not. Tubbs nods in agreement. They the per- don't want us the to perpetrator was pardoned by Clinton. Oh, History course. is almost a forbidden topic. So says Project Mockingbird. Good evening, gents. I hope this message finds you well. Bones and Tubbs tried. Same goes for you. As the northern freeze encroaches, the dark winter is truly upon us. Gentlemen, I'm wondering if you could help in a little bit. It's been too long since a shout-out went to the three amigos. Dr. Gonzo, the sun is shining with blue barrels pointed to the moon the space monkey eagerly awaits your response red beard jack be nimble jack be quick go and fetch your candlestick <laughs> mr bond you'll be happy to hear that your order of red orchard shall be delivered tomorrow at midnight and lastly To that Texas DJ surviving the dark winter, your mission, should you choose to accept it, sound the drums. Awaken your fellow giants. 
Thanks again for the help, lads. I truly hope this message finds you well. Let me know how you're holding out. Need any help? Don't hesitate but to scream into the abysmal nonsense we face every day. <laughs> you just might scream back. Three amigos. Out. Stay safe, kids. It's getting cold. I love, I love this dude's audios. Oh, me too, man. So we started, ever since I got Signal, uh, the app Signal, it supposedly keeps your messages encrypted from end to end. Mm-hmm. I've actually used it to replace my text message app. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so. Oh. If you ever want to download it. Well, we'll if anybody it. else likes it, want us to send us audio messages like that, we'd, we'd definitely play it on the show. For sure. I got one more. Oh, okay. 21 seconds. Good evening. Bones and Cups Drive. Gracious hosts, uh, wellness check. Boys handling yourselves all right? Let me know. I feel like we have an entire army of people that if we went dark for like two weeks instead of just one week, they would be like searching for us. Yeah. With firearms. Which is, if it's good to feel loved, you know? Yeah, we love you, buddy. We love the three amigos. We love sharing your messages. We would love to share any of the Bones and Tubbs Tribe messages. Just uh, uh, send them to us. I'm going to say... form emails, audio messages. I'm going to say this. We keep... You know, occasionally, like, mostly, most of the comments we get on our videos, they're from... Like, whatever episode we put out that week, I'll go through the email and look, and then I'll go on YouTube and look. <laughs> but then there's one episode we keep getting comments on, and I'm here to tell you now, stop. Just let it happen, man. It helps the channel. I cannot tell you It helps enough the channel. <laughs> how I cannot tolerate the people who come on and comment. Don't say it. That Somerset Bellinoff. I'm gonna have to turn that backwards. Is a real person who actually exists, and is it a fucking conspiracy theory created by an AI? Prove me wrong. I want no. I will say this You're now. You have to cut a tonsure in your hair after that last dude sends us that picture that we didn't use. Oh, a picture. You know what? I want to see a video. <laughs> I want you to cut out a fucking news article. I want to see something that doesn't come from the same two websites or from a YouTube channel. I want to see hard goddamn evidence that that bitch is a real person. She's so real and so powerful that there are no pictures or videos. I will flip this fucking table over. I bet you won't. There is no... <laughs> There's no person. There's two spitters on this table. I'm a, yeah. You don't want to make a hell of a mess. You can't even mop that up with a mop head. <laughs> oh, God. That shit's going to get in I'm going to be honest. If it happened, I'd probably just leave. <laughs> 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 but nah, man. I Like, keep sending the comments. You are not going to convince me otherwise that this bitch is real. Till she comes into your bedroom one night and shoots you in it, the face. Then, okay, then she's going to be real. She's then, like a beautiful blonde <laughs> slender man. And then, and my fucking corpse form, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, you show up like a blue Jedi from a Star Wars movie, except your, your head has a tantra, and you're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listen, I fucked up. 
But anyways. Now I'm in the fourth dimension. Uh, there's ways to reach us. Uh, like bonesandtubesgmail.com. We used to get those long-form emails, but then they evolved, uh, at least from the Three Amigos perspective, they evolved into audio messages. If you would like my phone number, fuck it, I'll give it to you. Just uh, shoot me an email or a DM and, you know, tell me you're going to send me audios and I'll send you my personal cell phone number. Yeah. Because I don't fucking care. But, I don't. I don't yeah. care. See this face? Yeah, he doesn't care. Everybody, he can trust see me. my. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, because uh, he looked upon him with his soulless eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! We're also on uh, YouTube. Check us out <laughs> at youtube.com forward slash bones and tubs. Show Twitter at bones tubs. Facebook.com forward slash bones and tubs. And LBRY Bitshoot TikTok. I'm gonna have to show you something here in a minute. That's quite hilarious. That just made me think of the face you just made. It's not from the YouTube channel Meat Canyon, is it? No. No one should check out the channel Meat Canyon yeah. and watch all the videos. They're great. No one should. But no, they're, it's they're great. It's something that Baby Tubbs did earlier. Baby Tubbs? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. He uh, he's like, I can make my eyes go in two different directions. I was like, Oh, you can't, can you? No, you can't. I was like, Like a chameleon. He's like, Yeah, watch. <laughs> And he can't do it, obviously. Like, <laughs> but he does. His, he's trying, and it like it gives him this like <laughs> it gives him this like thousand yard stare. Like, yeah, like he's staring into this to, into the eyes of God, and it kind of creeped me out. But I laughed at the same time because it is just like the most haunted like look I've ever fucking seen. You need to train uh, him to do that while he kills people. Oh man, I'm gonna have to have him. I hope he's still up when we go in there. I'm gonna have to have have you see it because you'll probably he's probably dead. What do you mean, like toe beans? Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. She about probably that. fucking went in there. <laughs> You're gonna love me, <laughs> justice. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for the show. We'd like to Re- thank real quick. Yeah. Speaking of eyes movements, I just had a question. Yeah. I saw so I saw, I've seen several TikTok videos to this effect. Are you able to zone out your eyes? What do you mean, like... Like, un- like staring at something and everything you see disappears? Like, unfocus them? Yeah. Yeah. They had a they have a theory floating around TikTok that only people with ADHD can do that. And I, I remember doing that when I was a kid in my grandma's house, and she'd be like, stop it! Stop like, you it, just unfo- stop it. You just unfocus your eyes. You just, like, you look, you focus on... I focus on something, like that tack over there, holding mm-hmm. that poster up. And then I can, like, click them out, and everything disappears. And I'm in my head. Ah! It's kind of like when you're daydreaming. Yeah. Your eyes kind of turn off. Like, your eyes are open, but... Yeah. They don't see. Is that a thing you guys can do? Let us know in the comments. Yeah. We'd like to thank you all for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Have you been diagnosed with ADHD? (laughs) Uh, We hope you... uh we hope you guys stay safe this week between now and... uh, Between now and then, you know. Stay prosperous. Keep blessed up. All that stuff. Yeah. Stay in that white light of protection. Maybe some flower flower, you know. We'll see you next week. We love you. We really do. Cryptic is a Nas intro. Damn right, I grew up on Esco. And rock him in park, exposing the plot. I lost my heart when soldiers slim got shot. But they still live on and more than these songs. I'm in a war just to right these wrongs. So I write these songs and spit it from the heart. And came from the side that they called dog. Had a label boxed in a trap. Living life under a microscope and attack. 
Hats all of us living against the odds They were never in a favor Check the paper that they print and sell It's all a scam Figures of money that's in your hand Have you seen the plans or read a book? Or do you hide your face? Are you afraid to look? Well, that'll all change when there's nowhere to go Just do me a favor, don't turn cold Cause it'll be rough when you finally see But it'll be worth it cause you'll be free It's a state of mind, a sense that makes sense Don't you forget that we're all heaven sent Look from the stars, we're in charge But right now, we're all living at large Hunted and wanted for being nothing but born free And then wrapped in thorns If you do the math then add it up You might finally see that we've had enough Cause anyone living who's less than 13 years of age Has been living in a cage Since that day they cursed us all When they blew them up and we watched them fall Every day that they've been alive They've been living in a line of world at war Every day that they've been alive They've been living in a line of world at war Every day that they've been alive They've been living in a line of world at war Every day that they've been alive They've been living in a line of world at war Nah, it ain't no good But I won't let them take what's left of what's good The power we hold, the love we know And we can see when the eyes are closed It may feel like the hate's about to win Cause it's all you see Just the sin they played to pray Every day, on our minds to keep it all in a cage They choose what they feed On the TV And they thrive on hate So that's all you see More the same The hate and pain The doubt and fear The dark and rain And the same old fool who lives the rule Who's got the cure and the right last name And if you don't pay to play the game They might take you out And then blow your brains I ain't shocked that they shot him I'm surprised that they locked him all the way into the end of days That's how it goes when you give it away Your power over the cowards Who were ruled by force And show up at your porch on a pale white horse And then hunt you down just like a sport That's real But see what hurts the most is those who watch Like it's all a show, like the Hunger Games Cheering all the while they're living in chains That they can't see but I don't blame them Cause I know what they face, I'm just like them Tracked and traced to keep us safe Why? We're enemies of the state Every day that they've been alive They've been living in a line of world at war Every day that they've been alive They've been living in a line of world at war Every day that they've been alive They've been living in a line of world at war Every day that they've been alive They've been living in a line of world at war